Hello and welcome to the Hindsight Podcast, episode two, in partnership with Clout Africa. It's a pleasure to have the gentleman here. Starting off with Inyobong Monday, you know, it's good to have you here. We haven't been able to get you to the island in a bit, and I'm not saying you live on the mainland. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's been a it's been a, it's been a minute we saw you. It's good to talk to you. Yeah, absolutely great, great to be here and. Good to see my good friend Lakule Rufaya. Who you saw last week. Who yeah, gave, who gave, who gave, always, always good who to gave, see. Who gave you the shit? This, yeah. you know, representing. He, he has his wings. Right, right. Uh, yeah, FaceTime. my wings. FaceTime. Ronaldo. <laughs> this guy decides to wear the same shirts. Uh, it's a nice shirt, but good to see you, IBK. Well, good to see you too, bro. Not good to see you, actually. Uh, moving on no from indeed, that, let, let's, let's, let's get into... I want to talk about um, Sonny Darius' comments about... Because, obviously, you know... Um, I want to talk about the comments he made uh, with Genaro, or rather regarding to Genaro, and I feel like they're a bit incendiary and unnecessary, mm, yeah. right? And this is, I'm just going to say this as his first thing. If Genaro is still managing Nigeria come the end of the month or something like that, I think he's not worth his stuff. I think he's... Um, Part of the system. I think he's, I think he's <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> I think it's I think, I think, I think it's mediocre. I, I, I if, thought that if was he's quite too, no one mm. I work for <laughs> let alone when I know my direct boss can talk to me like that. <laughs> I, I thought that was quite condescending. I thought I thought the honorable minister got overexcited. I thought he got overexcited because I mean there's a narrative about um, home base inclusion in the national team. <laughs> and in all honesty, we've got to we've got to sit down and ask this question again. Yeah. I, I know luckily and myself we've talked about this over time. What <laughs> is the job of the national team coach of Nigeria? <clears throat> to prep a team, to discover players, or to take us to tournament and win tournaments. We've got to clearly define what his job is. And for a sports minister, and clearly like you said, who's not a direct boss of this guy, to come out and sound that I'm sorry to say insulting. I, I, I just you don't, don't be sorry. So, you don't be so sorry. I, want, I don't find it quite good. I want, I want us to mention it because there is. Let's let's leave football development for now, mm. right? When you're talking to a professional, mm. the, high, the highest level, right? There are things you cannot say. Yeah. So let's forget about forget, yeah, exactly. forget about mm. what his job description is for a minute. Mm. The fact that you have the guts to talk to a professional like that, and we're not talking about some rookie of the streets, exactly, yeah. right? In football, there's no bigger coaching position than the national team's job yep. mm. in Nigeria. So you would have the guts. And let's not forget, this guy is an appointee. Yeah. What has Sonny Dari done in his career? You be- no. Who is Sonny Dari Can I- to speak to Genoral, who worked with Bayern Munich at some point in time mm. in his life, worked his way all up the ladder. After playing the it, game. After playing the game. And now eventually find himself as a national team coach. So professionally, no, no. professionally, he has no, no. he doesn't no, even no, have the justification. Let's forget so, that for a bit. So yeah. that was where that was where I was going to. Mm. You know, as a minister of sports and as the manager of the national team or the coach of the national team, the minister of sports that we have currently in Sunday Day, with all due respect, does not he doesn't have the let me say the moral backing or the moral stand to speak to Gerald Roy in that regard. Right. He has done nothing as far as sports is concerned, as far, yeah. in my opinion, in Nigeria. All I've seen in his two years or thereabout, he's been in office. Yeah. He, he was appointed in 2019. Yeah. Right? All I've seen have been photo ops. You know, there's a young kid that's gone viral on social media, a boxer. You know, he's taking pictures with him. That's all I've seen. It's, it's been pictures and vibes. So that's the Minister of Sports. Yeah. And the, the, the part for me where I found very bitter is 
I don't understand how you can display your irresponsibility in that regard. Because as far as I'm concerned, it is irresponsibility. So if 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 if, 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 if hence Ruminegi. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is, that, is that the way it's pronounced? If he makes a comment about Julius Nigel's man, he's played the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, top, 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 top player. Yeah. You know, had the highest level. The, the likes, I think Lehman and the rest, they all work in football now. Van der Sar makes a comment about, you know, Herrick Ten Hag, who's at Ajax. He can't be forgiven. You can, you, you, can, you can say, you know what, from, he knows from, what from one about. pro to another pro, we can, well, we can, we can, we can take that. UB. Right? Hold on a second. Except what you want to say is more important. I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> you, get, you, can, you can take that from one pro to another, mm. another pro. Mm. But when you have, like you said, no, no local standing whatsoever. Exactly. There is no. Where do we meet? You get. So what you are basically doing is abuse of office. Well, and bullying. That's, 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 that's bullying and abuse of office. You be because you are clearly trying to take advantage of the system. And you know, people might watch this and think, "Oh, I, I'm coming off. I'm coming off as a bit hard," but. I know what it means to work as a professional and walk away from, from ground up. If I got a job as a national team coach, a job that I don't get paid regularly for, let's not forget that. Yeah. Right? A job that comes with that much UB. hassle. You cannot UB. talk to me like that. I am UB. leaving the job immediately and I'm UB. demanding that you pay me everything I UB. You owe UB. me. UB. What? UB. Now you just made the point. I was, I was talking to Ine before I came on here and I was saying that I've been in the let me say in a little administrative you yeah. know position yeah. before um i think it goes down to what is going on i was telling that for genotro to have spent over four years <laughs> as the coach of the spiders <laughs> there's a nigerian thing he's doing I, I won't i won't say whether he's corrupt or he's not corrupt but there's obviously a nigerian thing genotro is doing and for the for the sports minister to come out to tell the coach of national team to shut up, then there's a level that Genotro has placed himself in front of the minister that I'm sure that if truly he knows what he's doing, he would have resigned. Now that he has not resigned, now that he's still the coach of the Spy Goose, I'm very, very sure that there is something IBK. wrong with Genotro. Okay, okay. And not let, me, let, me, let me quickly respond to IBK. Not to the sports minister. Uh, just to quickly you yes. know, make things clear. This yes. is the Hindsight Podcast. We stick with facts. So if we're sticking with facts, Genoro has been there, what, four years yeah. or more? Yeah. So you remember the last time when the first contract expired and they were going to give him another contract and it felt like they were holding him to ransom about some things they wanted him to accept and all and, that. And what like, the minister yeah, mentioned yeah, I was, of was the opinion, one of the things. I was of the said. opinion that, look, walk away. But I could understand that he has been here three years. He has built something with his young yeah. players. He's probably looking at, I need to win something, something. with this couple. It's, it's logical. That's why I yeah, said, I let's stick with the facts. If, right, right. So, so, see, it's not about, about saying you need to win something. Yeah. Someone came on there. You are, you are a top professional. This guy... No, like, no, no. You, 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 know, you don't understand, understand, understand the point. There's, there's, there's top dignity. See, you no, got like to whatever you don't. You have not made a bad point. Yeah, well, what I'm not saying you made a bad point. What he's saying is that you're saying... What you are, by inference, saying is that the reason he's... That the fact that he's been there for four years yeah, something means is that there's going something on going on that we don't know. Yes. And, and whilst that might be true, I don't have the numbers, yeah. but what I, I, the inference I'm making is that he has been there for four years not because he has done anything dirty. He has he been has there for four years because, job. first of all, he's done first a good exactly. job. And at the point he had to renew that contract. Yes, sure. From a personal, professional point of view, mm-hmm. it would have hurt him to build the youngest team to the yep. World Cup yep. and walk away from it. And walk away Why? from it. Yeah. 
Relax yeah. now. Come on Relax now. now. Are you actually a professional? <laughs> so, look, 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 look. I, I hope people know, people realize how much passion with which I do the work I do. You get if I Are build, you talking about yourself now? It's actually a line from Rick Ross's. <laughs> you know, I hope you realize how passionate we are about this thing. I am passionate about the work I do. Yeah. I want to get paid for the work I do. Two different Make things. Make no mistake right? about Make it. Make no mistake about it. I'm passionate, but I want to get paid as well. Right? So I'm getting paid, but also there is personal drive and ambition. Of course. Mm. Of if course. I build a team that is the youngest ever team to make it to the World Cup on average age, and my contract expires just after that World Cup, if you hand me a contract and say, you're not, I'm not, you're not reducing my pay, yeah. but yeah. maybe I might have to take some inconveniences mm. because of my personal desire to see that team go forward. I might take that contract. Exactly. Right? So that's the reason, in my opinion, he has stayed he has for four stayed. years. So let's go what you're saying, what, 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 let's what go you're saying is not wrong, yeah. but, but if, why, you, if, why, if, if, why, if you allow that fly, why if you allow that fly, it would seem that as if though... Yeah, you, it, it, no, it would I, seem I, as if... Like, yeah, I like... You're not giving him credit for the work he has done. That's why we are here. Different opinions. You get... But the thing is that if Genotro knows what he's doing, mm. someone came on National TV, yeah. the biggest TV platform we have, I think, in Africa, bro, <laughs> and told you to shut up. No, see, I don't want to see the contract that, that, that is binding look, us. Look, look, let me, <laughs> I would resign, I would resign now, with uh, immediate alacrity. Right? I think all up until yes. now, one thing, personally, I feel like we also need to make clear is that I don't think Genotro has done anything whatsoever to deserve... That kind of you know, that's what I'm saying. And I think get, the last thing anyone unfair. can say about Gunnaro is that he talks too much. Yeah, that's <laughs> like the most that's the that's the most someone that doesn't that's even know. That's, yes. that's the most someone that doesn't national team coach that I've seen in Nigeria for a long time. He has been the most he doesn't even grant the level of too many. We're speaking to we had one of our podcasts during the pandemic. He's so docile. Yeah, you get you be that docile is not the right word. That's that's incendiary. Mm. He's so his body language is so is so. What's the word I'm looking for? It's 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 we had well, an episode. Talk too much to we have, you. We had and a, if he talks too much to you, what does he tell you? We had an episode know about. of this podcast. <laughs> because right? how, how, how many in, times in, have we in, really in, heard uh, Gunnaro in the media? Look, we had an episode of this podcast during the uh, pandemic. If I can remember clearly, we spoke to one of the guys that would normally that goes around with the super egos a lot. Like, I think uh, Steve Dede, if I, I think that's his name. So, and he mentioned. Boyega. Boy. No, no, no. It was Dede. Right. He mentioned that one of the things that Gunnaro has been able to do is the. Is the uh, the joy in the, in the in the in the camp every time the super egos come around? There's there's that feeling, and that's why it's also been easy for young Nigerian players that didn't grow up here, that were not you know born here, to come in and integrate with the group. It's just that environment, that you know easy environment to be mm, able to work, see, and that's see, because of the see, kind of personality see, that he has. So see. What, what I'm saying, IBK is. Yeah. It makes no sense whatsoever to say Gennaro speaks too much. And then to go back to the actual thing he pointed out. Like I said, it is irresponsibility. When the Minister of Sports says to the national team coach that what he's doing with the home base players is not good for football development. I think it's abuse of office. I think it's person, person, no, no, person, no, just see you, insult you. 
Nah, no mountain. That's that's that's. I, 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 I see where you're going. I see where you're going. I see where you're going. Power in the, the country. People, the people that when you're driving on the road, when when when, when it's raining, the people that splash water on the people that walking on the pedestrian. What the people do to them? <laughs> you can't. What, so point, point, point. Oh, oh, so, 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 okay. What do you do then? What do you do then? Wisdom will not kill you. You get the point. You don't use that one. Relax, relax. Before we wrap up on this, I want to talk about what football development. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So we talk about the professional side of things. Yeah. Let's talk about football development. When people get into office and don't know their job description. Exactly. This is what happens. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted it has to, to say. Be said. It has to be said. All our sports it is not. Stars. It is not the job <laughs> of the, the national, national team, team coach. coach to develop football. That's where I started from. And if you watch football from a very basic point of view, you watch the Premier League, you see Gary Southgate going to stadiums as if he's... I mean, he goes to stadiums to watch games. Do you see him training players on the stadium? No. No. He doesn't even go outside. Right, so so I'm, I'm saying, I'm talking about the very basic things. Let's talk about things that people can understand. Basic stuff, right? And Sunday, if he's watching, he'll understand this as well. Mm. So you're telling me that you really believe if the sports minister or the NFF president or any other person involved in football in Nigeria really believes that it is the job of the national team coach to develop, to develop football to in Nigeria. Develop players. Then we have to bring the house down and build it up again. Let me quickly add to what you just said. I want to talk about that. Okay. I, I absolutely agree because, I mean, you, you talked about Gareth Southgate. Every time Gareth Southgate goes to see a player or goes to see a particular Premier League game, because he doesn't do that all the time, but most times he goes to see a Premier League game, it is because there is a force about a particular player or maybe someone has been out injured for a while and he wants to see the fitness of the yeah. person so he goes to watch a game. So he's not his business is who is in form, who's the best players playing for, f- from this country. We pick them or we put them as a group and we go and play international matches. And from day one, and, and in all honesty, I have, to, I have to also put a blame on, on the media as well. Because... It is the media that have been pushing this narrative about some home-based players can get into the national team. And I have no problem with the home-based players. And you, be, you cover the league. You, there's quality in this league. I, I feel I that there's quality in, in, in our football. There are a lot of things that are not quite good about our football. But in terms of our, our, the, the individuals, yeah. there's, there's quality. There's quality. And the coach understands that the best players win you matches and win you trophies. Nigeria's best players don't play in this country. Even the ones, the ones on base, they don't the ones, play in this the country. Ones, the ones and that play in the country. If the manager, if the manager, go ahead, go ahead. If the manager picks a home base player, that home base player has got to be better than any other player that plays outside this country. Fantastic. So before people, before somebody watches and says, "Oh, people like to copy what England do," mm. I want to bring it down to a Nigerian perspective, mm. our peculiarities, mm. right? So let's not do what the English do. Mm. You know, let's not. Put in a raw, let's not equate him to, to Southgate, Southgate, right? Yeah. What he has mentioned is valid. The national team is the premium destination for the best players in the country. No if, we, if we pick 10 home base players to the World Cup and set, we will be the same people that set the national team in targets. Mm. Do you really believe that 10 home base players? I don't have anything against the best players. Absolutely. I love the football we play. Yeah. So the football we play is, is amazing. But do you but that's the level we play but, at. But that's, but that's the level we play at, right? 
if you pick 10 home based players, would you honestly say those are the best players to represent Nigeria? Yeah. In and you go back and set a target for the country well, and say, General must make it to the semi-finals the, 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 of the, the Nations the, Cup. Okay. Mm. Are the home based players here playing here? Playing at a better level than the football in South Africa. These are the same set of players. Or are they yeah. better than the football being played in Yubi. Egypt? These are the same or set of players. If you don't take a, sem- a level higher in the Premier League, these are the same set of players. Hold on, These are the same set of players who couldn't call it at the Chant tournament. Hold on. Forget the Chant tournament. If our players are that good, and I know a few individuals, and you know when I'm what's his name, Anayi Wala from Eyimba, had a few opportunities with the Super Eagles. Yeah. There are quite exceptions, you know. You look at our players and you think, if our players were good enough for the national team, why are they not good enough at club continental assignments? Mm. Why are our teams getting knocked out in the first round in qualifiers like the group stages? In the CAF Champions League and the CAF Confederation Cup. Now, if these players are not good enough for these competitions, how are they good enough for the national team? And do you see anybody putting the kind of pressure on... Aimba, do, do you put that kind of pressure on Aimba so, to win the calf, calf to win the calf, 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 calf competition? Because in the end, you can say Aimba a football club, mm. but they are representing Nigeria okay, exactly. on the continent. Yeah. Okay. Do you demand what you demand from the national team? Okay, I remember from I, I, Aimba I, I, or Kano Pillars. I remember when I went to cover the um, the calf, the Chan uh, qualifiers. I think that was against was it Benin or so Togo? I've forgotten one of those African teams that defeated us. I was the truth is that the difference between um, Nigerian players playing in Nigeria and those abroad is just technicality. If football is beyond you just kicking the ball, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of home blitz players. You see what they want to do, but they are not technical enough. Yeah. That Iwala you mentioned, I saw him live at the Testing Balogun Stadium. There was over excitement, exactly. no, no professionalism. See, see, how would you take it, that IBK, kind of person IBK. to play against against And what we need to understand, whether you like it or not, thank you. There's nothing you can do to cover up the effect of playing at the very top but, level. But the difference of football is clear. Let's not even lie. Playing in the yes. Look, and the difference is What I'm most amazed about, right? about what the sport minister has done is that we got an issue of crowd trouble at the stadium of an MPFL game last weekend. Mm. Yes. Two Aimba players were injured. Oh. Guys, two Aimba players were injured. The sport minister <laughs> of Nigeria has said nothing about, about, about that. It. He's gone and insulted but, the but, coach but, of the national team. But he's interested about football development he, in Nigeria. Just, just, that's why I talked about irresponsibility. <laughs> yeah. When you are the sport minister, you do not know you, you know absolutely nothing about what your job entails. And I'm see, I'm, I'm challenging him. If you're watching this clip, right? When no, we will send it to you. Look, when General was appointed, General was appointed in 2016. Yeah. In two years, he qualified Nigeria to the World Cup. And he hadn't qualified that's, for the Nations Cup back-to-back. Back. Yeah, that's the same team that didn't qualify for the AFCON back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Games in hand. Guess don't what? forget to... Mr. Sunday Dari has yes. been appointed since 2019. Two years. I challenge him. If he can point out anything he has, he has done, done mm. for football development, systematically, I'm yeah. not talking about photo ops. You're not talking about giving 500,000 naira to a team. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking side. about... What, what you have done, done what to you have help done. Nigerian football, what football development in Nigeria systematically. And that's a wrap on that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs>